Good morning and welcome to Faith Bible Study. This is Pastor Sandy. Uh, I'll be leading the Bible study today, and we are going to be talking about aggressive faith. Let's pray first, and we'll go right into the Word. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning, and we thank you for your truth. Father, we ask you to forgive us of all our sins, Lord God, and we plead the power of the blood of Jesus, cleansing our lives from sin. And we thank you, Father God, for, um, for the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher, who is uh, with us, giving us light and illumination and helping us to appropriate everything that we're learning, Father God. We thank you that today our faith will be placed and and, uh, advanced to the aggressive level of power and force. And we thank you for that. Now we receive it and we say it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Good morning, Ms. Brenda. Good morning. Sorry about that. My phone locked. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Let's let's go over to we're gonna we're gonna go over and just kind of do a little review. I'd like to start with uh, the uh, Hebrews eleven thirty two through thirty four, and uh, now Miss Miss Brenda, you've got King James, right? Yes. Okay, and then Miss Philippa, you've got the message, and for the right amount of time, I'll do the I'll do the amplified. So if Miss Brenda, if you could start, then we're gonna do Hebrews eleven thirty two. Then, then uh, I'll read it, and then Miss Philippa, you could read it in the message, and then we'll. And then um, let's see. I'll start off here with A, and then we'll just kind of go through. Like Miss Philippa, you could read. Um, you know, we start get to number four. Miss Brenda, you read like uh, five. We'll just kind of do it like, like that. I'll do the do the sheet, sheet that we're working on. So starting off here, Hebrews 11, 32 through 34, this bulldog faith is aggressive. And uh, it says, this is God speaking to uh, Pastor Pearson. says, I want you to get more aggressive about your faith. Uh, so before we continue on, let's go ahead and read the Hebrews 11, 32 through 34. Okay, and the King James Version says, what should I more say for the time would Fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson, of Josiah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of wickedness were made strong, waxed, valiant, in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. All right, praise God. Oh, praise God. That is aggressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is definitely an aggressive faith. Amen. Praise God. Here we're, we're thinking that faith is just, you know, like passive just to, you know, get by the, the picture of faith that I think most of the of the body of Christ has been given is just the faith that just stands still and just, you know, just to get by. But this faith is aggressive. In the Amplified it says, and what shall I say for time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, um, Jehuta, of, of David, and Samuel, Sam, Samuel, and the prophets, who, by the help of faith, subdued kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promised blessings, closed the mouth of lions, extinguished the power of raging fire, escaped the devouring, devouring, excuse me, of the sword. Out of frailty and weakness, one strength and became stalwart, even mighty and resist, resistless in battle, routing alien hosts. 
praise God. I mean, that is awesome. Ms. Philippa, would you read that for us in the um, message? Uh, I could go on and on, but I've run out of time. Um, There are so many more Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets. Through acts of faith, they toppled kingdoms, made justice work, took the promises for themselves. They were protected from lions, fires, and sword thrusts, turned disadvantage to advantage, won battles, routed alien and alien armies, rooted in alien armies. Women received their loved ones back from the dead. There were those who, under torture, refused to give in and go free, preferring something better, resurrection. Others braved abuse and whips and, yes, chains and dungeons. We have stories of those who were stoned, sawed into, murdered in cold blood, stories of vagrants wandering the earth in animal skins, homeless, friendless, and powerless. The world didn't deserve them, making their way as best they could on the cruel edges of the world. Okay, praise God. Thank you. So, but getting back up back up to just 32 and 34, that faith is aggressive. So, the word, let's just kind of talk about the word aggressive. Let's look up that word just so that we we get a full understanding of the word aggressive. And I'm just going to pull it up quickly on the dictionary. Um, and then while I'm doing that, if we could go over to 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9. One thing that I will say while, while we're getting there is that if your faith is, is aggressive, it's going to take in order to keep it aggressive, it's going to take a certain part of the a certain amount of spiritual food being maintained every single day. So, uh, just like we feed our bodies, if we don't eat our eat our food eat food every single day, what happens? Our our bodies get weak, right? And the same thing holds true with our faith. If we're not feeding our faith, you know, with the Word of God and you know, also what what you know, being specific uh, about the Word of God is another real key too to keeping and maintaining aggressive faith, um, and what what we're focusing on. So if we're if we're keeping, like, say, if, if you're if you have a condition in your in your body and and you're you're going to eat a certain specific food or take a certain vitamin to build up that that strength, well, then you're going to keep with that one vitamin, and you're going to keep taking it until it, it just overrides, you know, all the um, the weakness or the or the the depleted part of your area, right, of of your body. I guess that's a good illustration to use. Well, the same thing with our faith. So we want to be specific. If we need healing, then if we want to develop um, aggressive faith and healing, well, what we're going to be looking specifically every single day at healing scriptures. If you if you're focusing on finances, then you're going to be looking every single day at at uh, scriptures for finances and prosperity, and the, and that's how how you just really get your faith to a place where it's aggressive because you're focusing and you know you're you're meditating. You know you know you may uh, work on being the knowing all those scriptures on healing, but it's like you are you're just filling your spirit with with uh you know with the the force of life that are that's contained in those scriptures. Make sense? Yes, amen. 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 Now my computer is 
So let's go ahead. While I'm still trying to get the definition for the word aggressive, let's go ahead and, and uh, read First Peter five six through nine. Okay. And it says in King James, it says, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a world line, walks about, he keeps whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Um, Ms. Philippa, would you go ahead and read your translation also? So be content with who you are and don't put on air. God's strong hand is on you. He'll promote you at the right time. Live carefree before God. He is most careful with you. I love that. He gets, and then the caption is, he gets the last word. Keep a cool head. Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on your faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long because this generous God who has a great plan for us in Christ, eternal and a glorious plan. Praise the Lord. So he's just saying being just to be steadfast, to be persistent, to not give up. And, to you know, one of the things that, that causes us to uh, give up is when we get overloaded with cares, you know, being overloaded with cares and we take the care of the situation. Um, we, we may think that we should have um, obtained, you know, more ground. You know, we, we become, you know, we're trying to reason it, you know, based on natural circumstances, and a lot of times that's what causes us to back up and faith is not being pushed to the mode of being aggressive, which is moving forward, but it becomes complacent. And the um, Amplified, First Peter 5, 6, says, therefore humble yourself, <laughs> demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation. So in other words, you know, don't try to estimate where you are based upon the natural you know, what you see. It says, uh, so it says, hum, demote, lower yourselves in your own estimation. So in other words, you're going to say that God's word tells me where I am. All your thoughts, your judgments are submitted to what God says. And it says, so, so um, lower yourselves in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God that in due time he may exalt you, casting the whole of your care all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, all on him, for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. And then verse 8 says, be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times. For the enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. And when he's talking about that, he's seeking those he can devour their faith. It says, withstand him, be firm in faith, resist his onset, rooted, established, strong, immovable, determined, knowing that the same identical sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. Praise God. So 
Um, so that's the key of not looking at where you are natural, but humbling ourselves, humbling our estimations under the mighty hand of God. We judge where we are based upon what God has said. Does that make sense this morning? Yes, and I'd like to add that that scripture is saying that you're never alone in your woes. There's always someone who's suffering similarities, if not close to identical uh, sufferings that you're going through, and that if you think that you're the only one that's going through that type of torment, you're wrong because there's nothing new under the sun. Satan, all he does is kill off the old people, that the, the ones he tormented before that didn't give in to the word of God. And, he, and once they're dead and gone, he starts with a whole new set of people he can torment that same way. So if you think for one minute you're the only one that's suffering through certain types of uh, torment, you're wrong. You just have to find people who are willing to share with you the torments that they're going through to find that out. And once you do, you you can have a similar bond in that you can say, well, we're all going through some some type of torment. It may not be identical, but we're all going through something. And knowing that by itself, also knowing that Satan's a liar when he says you're the only one, he's, if you just keep that thought in mind that he is a liar, no matter what he says, he's a liar. So if he comes to you and he gives you some negative report about yourself or you don't know, you nobody cares and all that, he's a liar. So how in the world are you going to believe a liar no matter what he says? So you got to keep in mind you have to tell him, I'm not the only one, and I'm not alone, and I do have someone here. God never, he said he'll never leave me nor forsake me, number one, so therefore I'm not alone. And he's got two-thirds of the heavens left that are standing here with me, so therefore I'm not alone. He's given me a guardian angel. I'm not alone. You can take the list. He says, goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. I'm not alone. Tell Satan he's a liar. It's so much with you right now that you got a lot of help. And Jesus said he left the comforter for it with us. You're not alone. So That's right. That's right. We you know see, also too and yes, that is so right, Miss Brenda. And also too, because it says here too to be to be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times. Because you know, we can't really you know, a lot of times with looking at other people with where they are you know, yeah. you can't really judge where they are based upon, because no one even knows what's in a person's heart. Like, for instance, some people, like, they'll say, well, you know, so-and-so stood in faith and they were believing for their healing, but they, I know they confessed and they believed God and they, you know, they, they, I just know that they were strong in the faith and they still, you know, died. You know, they, they still didn't make it. Well, you're judging that based upon what appears to be of what that they were strong in the faith. Because we don't right. know what, what's really going on on the inside of them. Like there was one testimony, Gloria Copeland said there was one man in the church, I think it was one of her, in her church where, um, uh, you know, he was doing that. He was, uh, he was standing, you know, he was keeping the talk and he was, you know, he was doing all the, the, the basic things of showing that he was really in faith. But then, and then he ended up passing away. And so she asked the Lord, Lord, what happened? You know, why he was so, so strong, you know, I just faith more. And so the Lord gave her a vision that that um, he was in, in the hospital room and that, you know, when um, 
uh, the Jesus was coming in to heal him, and he would say, "Oh no, you know, I'm so I just can't for, can't for, I'm so unworthy. I, you know, I just can't forgive myself for what I've done. You know." So even though he was saying that he was he was showing that he was you know he was saying the right words and he was all of that deep within his heart, there was unforgiveness that he had not forgiven himself, and so he wasn't receiving the healing. Mm. So that's why we can't we can't judge like you said when God says it says don't humble yourself under mighty God's mighty right hand you can never compare yourself with with the faith of someone else you can never that's do right. that you've that's got to right. look only at the word of God for yourself you, because if this is your your thing with God is you and God it's not his somebody word? it's not what you Worthy tells us that when we compare ourselves to others, we are committing a sin. Right. Yeah, because you're going to either compare, if you compare yourself, you're going to either uh, exalt yourself above that person, which is pride, or it's going to, you're going to uh, lower yourself down and compare, and then you'll get an unbelief and think, well, I don't have this, or, you know. Right. But in the faith movement, or faith, it's a daily thing between you and God. And, you know, so you just can't. It may look good on people. We don't even know what's in our own heart, so we can't judge what's really in somebody's heart. Now, we can shout the victory with people. When we see them manifest God's healing or God's prosperity, we shout with them, knowing, praise God, they they got on the journey and they got it done. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the same way that we've got to be. Well, you've got to focus in on, stay focused on the word of God and on God's mighty right hand and let him bring you to that place of victory. Let him manifest. You can't ever judge it based upon somebody else. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. if, And if you do that, is if you start looking at other people, you'll be up and down. You know, well, someone said, you know, they tried this and so on and so on, you know, and then your faith will not be aggressive. Aggressive, and I took my, I apologize, I wasn't able to pull it up, but my computer was acting, I couldn't get the page to pull up. But I have it here. Faith, do you have it where, okay, would you read it, would you say, read it for us? Okay, um, I'll give you two of them. It says, tending toward a, uh, exhibiting obsession or marked by combative readiness, marked by driving energy or initiative, enterprising more intensive or comprehensive in uh, dosage or existence. Uh, to me, it, I would say it's just like being very hard at being persistent. Right. Yes, amen. It's hard and persistent, that, and that's a good. So that's where, where we've got to be, you know, concerning that. And that's why, too, you know, if you got uh, another person, you know, God will get you two people. If you got two people, again, you don't need a whole multitude of people to stand with you or to pray for you. You know, if you got two, someone who can stand with you, like uh, Pastor George was saying, him and Terry and his wife, that, you know, if she, if he gets, you know, starts getting out of aggression, then she's in aggression to help pull him on. So if you got two, and, and I want to say that two people of like faith, that is important. If you got yeah. two people of like faith, the power of that agreement can change a nation. The power yeah. of that agreement is so powerful. If you can make, because that word two of agreement, that means a harmony, that you can talk on the same level, that, that you can, you can, reason on the same level, that, that you t- are saying the same things, that you can see it, the vision, two people together in a harmony, that is, there is so much power in that, 
that that you don't need a whole a whole group of people that that are unbelieving and believing in different levels and you know what I'm saying? Right. Amen. So, Amen. yeah, so if you got two people, and, you know, thank God, you know, because, again, you know, if you got somebody else, and God will make sure that there's somebody else that can stand with you. Because he said if there's two or three gathered gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Praise God. Amen. And, and he's there. And whatever we agree on, it shall be done by the Father. Praise God. But that's the whole thing is making sure if you've got two people that's, that can be an aggressive faith. That's right. You know, two people together. So, um, then, well, the Bible does say that one will drive away a thousand to ten thousand. So we want right. to drive many as we can. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Just stay in faith. So it says here, and thank you for reading that, that definition, that under letter A, under 1 Peter 5, 6, it says, the devil is looking for weak people to devour. By faith, we resist, stand strong, and he will flee. Um, oh, you know what? The word aggressive is right here on the sheet. Um, would you read that for me, uh, Ms. Philippa, on uh, number three there? And all out. No, I don't need that ad. Okay. And all out effort to win, boldly and relentlessly assertive, forward, pushy, militant, forceful, ready to fight, tough and violent. Wow. Praise God. So that's where our faith needs to be. Mm-hmm. An effort to win. It's always pushing forward. You know, faith, faith is never standing still. It's and always faith moving forward. So- it's okay, let's go on here. Um, Ms. Philippa, would you continue reading on Matthew eleven twelve? Matthew eleven. And Miss Brenda, would you get that also? Let's go ahead and get that in the uh King James and I'll get it in the Amplified too. Okay. So King James. Um, that, well, here's 11 if you want to start with message. Um, okay. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violence take it by force. Okay. Ms. Philippa, go ahead and read your translation. Thank you, Ms. Brown. Um, no one in history surpasses the, um, the baptizer. John the baptizer, but in the kingdom he prepared you for the lowest person in the head of God. For a long time, no people tried to force themselves. Um, the message Bible, okay, we're going to read together. Um, for a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom, but if you read the books of the prophets and God's law closely, you will see them culminate in John, teaming up in him and preparing the way for the Messiah of the kingdom. Looked at this in way, and John is like, wait a minute, this does not sound. Is that he, um, Matthew eleven twelve? Matthew, yeah, yeah. Let me hit my um button again. Yes. Yeah. And in the meantime, and then I'll read the amplified here. And it says that from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Wow. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you same, have now in the message? Yeah, that was the same thing. It is the same scripture, just read very different from the King James. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer, but in the kingdom he prepares you for the lowest person is ahead of him. For a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom. But if you read the books of the prophets and God's law closely, you will see them culminate in John teaming up with him and preparing the way for the Messiah of the kingdom. Okay. Now let's uh, let's read A. If you could read that A, Miss Philippa, and then Miss Brenda, if you could read B. I'll oh, do that. I don't I'll have that paper. paper. I don't have oh, that okay. paper. Okay. I've been looking for three. Go ahead, Miss Philippa, uh, if you could read that. From the New King James, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence takes us by force. And then you oh. can go ahead and read B and C. Oh, and the NIV 84, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. And then the Amplify AMPC, and from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize, a share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Praise God. Well, now let's talk about this a little bit. So we've got to have, we have to have our faith to that place where it is forceful, where it is, like we're talking about, aggressive, because what we're doing is we're taking, we're taking from the kingdom of God and manifesting it through all the opposition, through all the power, the, the trickery of the enemy. We are manifesting it here on earth. That's what, what, what we're empowered to do. That's what God has called us to do to manifest mm-hmm. his kingdom, to manifest all his goodness, his glory, here on earth as it is in heaven. And so now if if our faith is not aggressive, then the enemy is going to talk us out of it, and we're going to retreat. That's right. We're going to, and if we're, and if we're standing still, you're on your way back. If you're being complacent, you're on your way back. If you're not leaning forward, you're on your way back. That's just how it is. There's just no being in the middle of the road when it comes to faith. Because you have an enemy pushing you back. You have the society. You have the news. You have everything around you pushing you back. So you've got to purposely lean forward, just like the woman with the issue of blood. Remember with her her testimony, how she kept making her way through the crowd. I mean, she exerted some strength. She exerted some, exerted some force to oh, get over to Jesus to touch the hand of of his garment. Mm-hmm. She also put her life in, in, in danger. That means she was being very aggressive to the point, well, if I die, I die, but I'm going for it. I'm making my way. That that's right. Amen. And that's how we've got to be. And we, you know, and when our faith is in that aggressive level, we want to keep it in that aggressive level. To be aggressive, you know, because you know how much we get from God is is totally based upon our faith. We can have as much as we want of God. Let's go quickly and see if we can finish up these last uh, two verses here. But let's go to First Timothy six twelve. And, um, yeah, and then also we'll take a look in closing at Mark eleven twenty four. 
and the misprint of you've got it in the uh, in the King James verse. That's great. First Timothy six twelve. Okay, First uh, Timothy six twelve. You said. Mhm. Okay, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Where unto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Praise, Praise God. God. That, that's right. Okay. And the Amplified, it says, fight the good fight of the faith. Lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you were you confessed the good confession of faith before many witnesses. And then Ms. Philippa, go right ahead and read that too. And the caption for that is running hard. Seize the eternal life, the life you were called to, the life you so fervently embraced in the presence of so many witnesses. Now, would you also read A and B there also in number, under number five there, Ms. Felipa? Um, A and B, and it says, uh, A and B under the Greek describes fierce combat with an adversary. B, faith pushes its way through all resistance. So that's what, and it's only by faith that we can push our way through. We can't push our way through uh, uh, to get God's goodness in in physical, when we talk about physical exertion, where it's got to be faith exertion. So if we have it in the faith, if our fight is in the faith first, then this, our natural, um, the the works will will follow. But it's got to first be in faith. Does that make sense? That the first step of our fighting has got to be in faith. And then the Holy Spirit will show us if we need to, you know, what we need to do as far as our actions of faith. But the first thing is uh, that step, that first fight, that first blow that we're going to serve the enemy, the first, the first uh, mountain that we're going to push, aside, push out of our way is going to be first with a faith. The exercise in the faith, faith is released through our mouth. The force of it is released through our mouth. Amen. So we want to right. I apologize, Ms. Raymond, what are you going to say? I said, amen, that's the only way it works, one of the that's ways. Right. That's right, amen. So, um, and then let's go over to Mark eleven twenty four. So we want to be uh, aggressive in our confession. Because faith is released for our mouth. We want to be aggressive in our speech and, and per- speak on purpose. Speak to yourself on purpose. Speak to the mountains on purpose. Speak to your finances on purpose. You know, that's aggressive faith. That, that you're not, you know, you know, saying it like one time and then the rest of the time you're complaining or looking at circumstances and I don't know why, God, why, why, God, when, God, when, you know. And, you know. <laughs> and some people do that. You know, they, they make one positive confession, but they just say, I just can't, I feel like I'm lying. You know, you hear people say, that, I feel like I'm lying if I say that. You know, and it's not that way. Well, because their, 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 their focus is on the natural. But God has called us to operate to see what we have through his word, through the spirit. His yeah. words are spirit and life. His word tells us what we have in the spirit and, and, and are full of the life and the power to bring it to pass. So that's why we have to keep saying what God says. And yes. this, uh, Brenda, if you would read Mark eleven twenty four. It says, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, 
and ye shall have them. This is one of my favorite verses. I have quite a few, but this is one of them. Yeah, that's an awesome verse. Mm-hmm. In the uh, Amplified, it says, for this reason I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted you and you will get it. And then, Ms. Philip, if you would read that uh, in the Message Bible also. And that's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything, ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God's life, and you'll get and you'll get God's everything. Thank you. And then would you also read A and B? Okay. And A, um, receive. This is from Greek. Take with much force. C, with a grip which cannot be shaken off. Wow. Praise God. And how do we do it? With our faith. With our faith. That's how we seize upon it with our faith our confession, and we don't let go with our faith. Before we pray, are there any last thoughts or comments? Okay. Ms. Philippa, anything? Did you have any thoughts or comments at all before we pray? Um, this, you just uh, covered everything. Just hold on. Amen. That's right. Just hold on. You know, that, that bulldog when he he is he uh, plants down, he's there for the long haul. He he his 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 nose and everything. He's still getting his breath, but he's like, you know what? Even though I got I'm clamping down my jaw and I'm not moving. I'm not. He's aggressively, patiently saying, I'm not moving, and that's what our faith. That's where the level that our faith has got to be in, that we are not going to give it over our confession. We're not going to give over. And, and what are we believing? Are we believing that we're going to get it? I want to say that real quick. No. When, when we said here that um, Mark eleven twenty four, we've got to believe that we have it already. That's what the faith is. We're not going to get it, but you're holding on that I have got it. Yeah. I Amen. am healed Amen. right now. I am completely healed. I am completely debt free right now. That's that over- the aggressive faith. Yeah. You gotta Go override you gotta override whatever you're seeing or experiences. In other words, you gotta be fully persuaded that whatever you're asking for, it's already done. God did it before we were even created. He created everything we needed, and so it's done. So when you can get that into your brain, you can receive that into your heart. You can say, well, I don't care what it looks like. I'm healed, and I'm just going to act like I am. I'm not going to give any pretense or or any kind of inkling of an idea that I'm still suffering from it. I am healed. And when you walk like that, your body has to agree with you, has to line up with what your words and your faith is saying. And next thing you know, wham, you're, you're there. You know. The miracle. And that's why, again, in the Amplified, he says, this is what God tells us. He says, for this reason, I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, so so when do you receive it? When you ask in prayer, right then, you take it. He said, believe, trust, in, and be confident. Amen. That it is granted you. That's where the whole fight is. The devil's trying to tell us we don't. But praise God, I've taken it. I've got it right now. So we're going to clamp down, amen, with our bulldog face amen. and not let go. 
and be ready for the long haul. Be ready. I mean, that dog, and when he clamps down, he's like, okay, if i got to stand here for an hour, if i got to stand here for some days, I'm positioning myself where I am not letting go. If somebody, if somebody, I'm not, if somebody gives up, it's not going to be me. And that's the attitude of our faith. Praise God. Let's go ahead and pray this morning. Father God, we come before you, and we thank you so much, Lord God. We praise you for your word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for your truth, and we thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit right now just working in us, helping us to appropriate, helping us to see this force of aggressive faith and taking our faith into that level. Right now, by the Holy Spirit, we receive that increase in the level and the force of our faith as we talked about it this morning, we thank you right now that faith is is increased, understanding is increased, revelation is increased, and we're stepping into that place of aggressive faith, laying hold of eternal life, laying hold of everything that you have given us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we praise you and we thank you for it this morning. Glory to God. We thank you for all that you've given us, all the loving kindness, all the faithfulness. We thank you because you are not a man that you should lie, but there's no lie, that there's no no, no retreating in you, Father God. We thank you for all that, that you have prepared, and we are just, we position ourselves right now to take all that, all your goodness, all of your, and to be confident in that, Father God, confident in your love for us, confident, Lord God, in your goodness for us, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, we take the time right now in light of your truth and your word, we ask you to forgive us of anything that we've said or done that's against your way and your word, Father God. Forgive us, Lord God, if we've retreated in our faith in any area. And, Father, we thank you for the power of the blood of Jesus. And and we plead the blood right now over our lives, over our mistakes, over our sins. And we thank you, Father, that the blood is cleansing us from all unrighteousness, Father God. We thank you now for the blood of Jesus removing every penalty uh, and, and pardoning us from every penalty of sin, Father God, and that the blessing of the Lord is now resting and active, activated in our lives, Father God. We thank you for the protection of the blood over our homes and our family and every inch of our property, Lord God, over our finances, over everything that that belongs to us. And we decree that the bloodline is in effect over every door and window of our home and that no evil will cross that bloodline in Jesus' name. Father, we receive the liberty of hearing your voice and walking with you forever, and we're sensitive to your voice, Father God. We are led by the Holy Spirit as as he reveals to us everything in which you have to say, Father God, and we hear clearly your instruction. And, Father, we give you praise for that, Lord. We thank you, Father God. Now, Lord, we thank you uh, for the whole armor of God, and we put on the armor this morning, Father God, that we may stand in bulldog faith, that we may stand in truth, Father. We put on the whole armor of God so that we're able to stand against all the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and against the rulers of darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness in high places. We stand, therefore, with our loins girt about with truth. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. We shod our feet in the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, we take the shield of faith with which to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. We take the helmet of salvation. We take the sword of the spirit, which is your word in our mouth. We pray always with our prayer and supplication in the spirit as we watch with our perseverance and supplication for all the saints in the name of Jesus and your glory is our rear guard. Father, we thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit and we yield ourselves to the ministry 
of the Holy Spirit right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we surrender this time of prayer and guidance to the unction, the anointings of the Holy Spirit as he reveals, transmits, and discloses to us your truth. Father, we're sensitive to the transmission of your light, light, of your of love, light, and life as the, that the Holy Spirit is filling within us. The Holy Spirit quickening us as, as we pray, bearing witness with our spirits that we are the children and heirs of God. The Holy Spirit revealing to us all the riches of the glory of God's inheritance that is within us. And Father, as we pray, the Holy Spirit is releasing the mysteries and the wisdom and the power of God into the earth. The kingdom of God is manifesting and Father God, you are being glorified in the name of Jesus. We decree right now that we are led by the Holy Spirit today into all the truth, mortifying the deeds of the, of the flesh, mortifying all carnal, carnal decisions and actions. And we cry, Abba, Father, God is my Father. And we, we are living our lives as sons, children, loved by God in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we, we, thank the, we thank the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, for giving us the spirit of wisdom, a revelation of the knowledge of, of him, the eyes of our understanding, our enlightenment. We know the hope of his calling, and we see the riches of, of, of his inheritance in us and all the things. We thank you, Father, for causing us to know the exceeding greatness of your power towards us as believer, uh, believers according to the working of your mighty power which you run in Christ. When you raised him from the dead, you set him and us here at your own right hand in the heavenly places, far above principality of power and might, dominion, and every name that's named, not only in this age and this world, but also in that which is to come. And you have put all things under his feet and under our feet and called him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who filleth all in all. Father, we thank you right now because of one man's trespass, offense, death reigned through that one much more surely now because we received your overflowing grace and unmerited favor and the free gift of righteousness. Now we reign as kings in this life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. And Father, we give glory to your name for, for, for Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of our lives as the kings of this earth unto you who has loved us and washed us from our sins and his own blood. You've made us kings and priests unto you, Father God, and, and we give glory and dominion to you forever in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we, we thank you because you raised Jesus to your right hand. Jesus is the head of the body, and you raised us. You raised his head and you raised his body, and we are in his body. Glory to God. Father, we believe right now that we are seated here in the heavenlies. Father, in humble faith, we take our place right now at your right hand, and we ask you to teach us today how to fulfill this sacred ministry here in the heavenlies. Teach us how to exercise the authority in which you've entrusted to us. Train us today that we may attain to the full stature, the perfect men and women in Christ, just through us your purpose of the ages may be fulfilled. And as we walk in the spirit, our normal life today is reigning in the heavenlies, ruling in the heavenlies, to secure this consciousness, Father God. This is our, our first our first um act of worship to you, Father God, as we take our seat here in the name of Jesus. We remind ourselves today that we're seated far above all the powers of the air. Lord, they're in subjection to us, and we're not in subjection to them. Today, we're learning today to use the name and the authority of the Lord Jesus, and now we're finding the spiritual forces, using obedience in ways that are surprising us. All the, all the spiritual laws of life are operating for us, and the law of sin and death does not touch us. In the name of Jesus, we're continuing to abide closely in you, and now our prayers for the kingdom are in 
increasing, and we are exercising a spiritual authority that recognizes no natural boundaries. In the name of Jesus, we are kings and priests of Almighty God. We are acting in his authority, and there is no authority greater, and we say it in the name of Jesus. Fathers, we're here right now. We've taken our seat at your right hand, clothed in the abundance of grace and the force of and the gift of righteousness, reigning over the earth. Lord, we look down upon the earth right now. We're here to bring all things into your divine order and authority by the power of your spoken word. We're reigning over the earth, over the nations, over the state, over the city, over our neighborhood. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blessing, we master and rule over time, over the soil of the earth, the products of the earth, the fruits of the trees, the communication systems, and the media, the wealth of the earth, the financial institutions and systems, over everything that creeps upon the earth, over the power of supplies, the resources, the real estate, the land, the airway, the economy, the nature, and the weather. Glory to God. We release the power of the blessing to cause all the works of our hands to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. We stand in, in power over Las Vegas, Nevada, and all the earth, and we declare that all the earth is yielding forth the increase into our hands in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we thank you this today, because according to Colossians 1.13, it is written that the Father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and dominion of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his the son of his love. Oh, Father, we're here right now at your right hand, answering the call to reign as kings in this life. In the name of Jesus, Satan and came in darkness, you listen to us right now. It's written that we're seated here at the right hand of the Father, and we're here to put limits on you today. We plead the blood of Jesus over our lives and our families. It is written that we've overcome you with the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. So we decree the blood of Jesus around all the good works that God has ordained for, for us and our families to do. We are born of God and our our lives are carefully watched over and protected by Christ's divine presence, and we decree that the wicked one does not touch or lay hold on us. According to Colossians 2.15, Father, you've disarmed the principalities and powers that were raised against us. You made a bold display a public example, triumphing over them in him and in the cross. According to Luke 10.19, we thank you, Father God, because you, you've given us authority to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and that nothing shall hurt us or our family in the name of Jesus according to Matthew 16 19 Father we give glory to your name because you've given us the keys to the kingdom of heaven and now whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven and whatsoever we loose is loose in heaven and according to Matthew 10 1 just as Jesus gave his 12 disciples power and authority over unclean spirits we receive that same power and authority also we use it to drive out the unclean spirits and to cure all kinds of diseases and all kinds of weaknesses and infirmities in the name of Jesus Satan in the name of Jesus we bind you and all the kingdoms of darkness from our life and from our family and our affairs. You have no part in our lives anywhere. We enforce your defeat and we stand in master over you. We loose all of our inheritance and the fullness of our uh, restoration, the mega harvest to come into our hands. Now you will no longer withhold from us. You are beneath our feet and now we are treading over you and over all your power in the name of Jesus, 
Now we dispatch our angels according to Psalms 103.20. Angels, we employ, command you, and send you out on behalf of ourselves and our family. Go forth now and do our bidding. Carry out God's plan and, and, and for our lives. Bring the mega harvest into our hands according to the word of God in the name of Jesus. And we enforce divine protection today. Over our lives and our families, we say boldly that we live in the shelter of the Most High. We are lodged. We are under the shadow of the Almighty. The Lord is our safe retreat, our God, the fastest in which we trust. We thank you for snatching us away from the foul snare. Father, in Jesus' name, you've covered us with your pinions, your feathers. Now we're finding space beneath your wing. Your truth is our shield and our rampart, and we don't fear the hunters shut by night. Nor the ill that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the plague that raises noon day. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand close at hand, but it will not touch us. With our eyes we see this as we watch the punishment of the wicked. The Lord is our safe retreat. We've made the most high refuge, and now no disaster shall befall us. No terror, terrorism, no sickness, affliction, no terminal illnesses, no cancers, no diseases, no sudden death, no poverty, lack, prejudice, racism, murders, violators, lawless people, no fever of our life, family, material possessions, no calamity. Tragedy, catastrophe, to come near our homes, our body, or our dwelling place in the name of Jesus. For the angels have charge over our lives and they guard us everywhere that we go. They lift us up in their hands from here that we struck our foot against the stone. And now we're stepping on aspen or cobra. We're treading safely the snake and serpent because we still love upon you, Father. You are delivering us, lifting us beyond danger because we know your name. When we call upon you, you're with us, answering us, with us in trouble, rescuing us, and bringing us to honor and satisfying us with long life. And we're enjoying it, enjoying the fullness of your salvation in the name of Jesus. Father, we look down over our nation. We lift up our government. We pray for the executive, legislature, judicial, and all local government, national, state, and city. We pray for the President of the United States. We pray for the national, state, and city political officials, the U.S. House and Senate, the Supreme Court, all legislators, all legislative officials, judiciaries, political staff, city officials, and all city council persons. In the name of Jesus, Oh, we declare and we pray for the outpouring of the former Latin rain to flood our nation and prepare the hearts of all the leaders and all those in authority to receive and operate in line with the truth of the word of God in all matters of our government. In the name of Jesus, we declare that we are the nation whose God is the Lord and we are dependent upon our God and the word of God in the name of Jesus. And we command right now all the forces of darkness and evil in the name of Jesus to cease and desist in all of your maneuvers to control the leaders and of this nation and all the decisions that are being made. We pray right now for revival of the power of the Holy Spirit to impact our government, our nation, and all the leaders. We decree that only born-again spiritual Christians are filling the office of authority in our nation and in, in all of our government in the name of Jesus. And we say by faith that this nation has returned to the biblical and Christian values that it was founded on. We plead the blood of Jesus over those values, and we declare that they are honored by all in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you for restoring the process and 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 of our nation and our economy as we continue to carry the gospel all over the world. Satan, you take your hands off of our economy and loose the financial financial prosperity of our nation. In the name of Jesus, we declare right now, Father God, on every vote and every ballot in the name of Jesus that every Christian will vote according to your leading, Father God, according to your will and not according to what's political correct. We declare that the righteous vote 
has taken over in our nation. Righteousness rules in our nation. Truth rules in our nation in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray for the foreign countries. We pray for the for the all the leaders, the uh, the um the political appointed monarchy, the leaders of all the foreign countries and nations. We pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to prepare the hearts of all believers to to, uh, to receive the teaching and the preach of the word of God. We thank you for the Lord of the harvesting labors of to to sow the seed of truth into the into all the leaders and all the people in these countries and nations in the name of Jesus. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, water in every seed. And we thank you for the great harvest of souls crossing over from the kingdoms of darkness and into the kingdom of life in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we thank you also for the church, Lord. We lift up the church to you. This morning, we pray for the apostles, songs, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. We lift the brother, sister, Copeland. We pray for Dr. Uh, Dr. Terry Mizen and and Kodo Sonia and Renee, Father. We pray for for uh, Dr. Winston and Veronica, Dr. Dollar and Taffy. We pray for Dr. Sabelle and Karen and Carolyn. For Dr. Brown, Father God. We pray for Pastor Daryl, Father. We pray for all the leaders of the faith. We pray for also for Las Vegas Church of the Harvest. Father, I pray for myself as a pastor of the church. We pray for all the all the associate pastors and team leaders, Father God, and ministers, Father God, associate pastors, and we declare the outpouring of the form and a ladder rain flood in the church and to, to bring the glory of God into every service and the great awakening God of truth into every service. We declare the, the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace and love is dominating the lives of all believers and the members of the body of Christ. As the church in the name of Jesus, we declare great graces upon the fivefold ministry gifts and, and the church is increasing by the numbers and the multitudes. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel, might, of knowledge, of reverence, of being fear of the Lord. And we thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power resting upon the leaders and on the members of the body of Christ. We are preaching and demonstrating of the burden removing yoke, destroying power of God. And the earth in the name of Jesus, and no weapon forming against us can prevail or prosper. Father, you've been able to confute every time that rise against us in judgment. And Father, we pray for your supernatural protection, Father God, and provision and, and peace over all the missionaries and all the leaders, Father God, and ministers in this foreign countries and nations in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we declare the protection of the Lord over our nation. The United States over our city, Las Vegas, and North Las Vegas, over Nevada, our state, over our neighborhoods, in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus, and we declare that we are hidden in the, in the secret place of the Most High. We are lodged under the shadow of the Almighty. We thank you, Father God, for your divine protection. Keeping our nation from all, and safety and peace from all terrorism and all the forces of darkness. We declare right now that all terrorists are captured and stopped and destroyed before their weapons are destroyed before, Father God. They're able to carry out any any terrorist attacks in the name of Jesus. You're revering, Lord God, their plots and, and weapons and their locations to our nation officials and, and all of our military forces and our civil authorities and law enforcement, Father God. We declare they are captured even today in the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood over the power supply, water supply, food supply, air supply, the cattle of our nation, the cattle of the city in our city, in our state, of our neighborhood. And we cattle of the city, and we thank you, Father God, for destroying every plot and every 
strategic plan, Father God, and every device, Father God, that's being prepared to be launched against our nation. We declare that it has stopped from the hand of God in the name of Jesus. We bind all the forces of fear and terror from our nation, and we lose the spirit of faith, courage, peace, and love to dominate in our nation in the name of Jesus. We bind all massacres, bombing, cyber attacks, attacks against our national grid, all bacteria, nuclear, virus, Germany, warfare, and all weapons of mass destruction, and we lose the protection of the blood of Jesus on the walls of our nation, our churches, our cell towers, our communication systems, Father God, our, our transportation systems, Father God, our grocery stores and all public venues, our churches, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we declare great is the peace of Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. Oh, the great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Oh, God, we are watering all the seeds of the word of God that have sown in Jerusalem. We declare. <coughs> By faith that every Jewish person has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord, that Jesus is the Messiah, and he's Lord over the Jewish people. He's Lord over Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. And we declare that no weapon formed against them will prosper. Father, we thank you also that the alliance of peace between this nation and Jerusalem will never be severed. It is abiding forever in the name of Jesus, honored forever in the name of Jesus. We declare that no man in our nation will ever dishonor that alliance of peace in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray for the harvest this morning. We pray for all of humanity in our neighborhoods, Father God. We pray in our complexes, our city, our state, our nation, and all the foreign countries and nations. We pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit oh, to repair the hearts of all humanity to receive the word of God. And we thank you for the Lord of the harvest, sending labors into every Gentile and Jewish nation to teach and preach the word of God, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, watering all the seeds, and we thank you for the great awakening and the great harvest, and that also the people coming in, all of humanity, coming in from the darkness, coming in from darkness and into the kingdom of life. We command the blindness to remove the eyes of the lost, and they see Jesus. Godly saw his threat is the backslider, and they return to Jesus Christ as their Lord, and we speak now to the north, south, east, and west, and we say, give up the harvest. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we pray for others this morning. We lift up, Lord God, all the members of the body, Father God, at the biggest church of the harvest, and we pray for each other. That the anointing, removing every burden and every, all the powers of the enemy stripped away. From every member, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for those also outside of the body, Father. We pray for those who we're ministering to, and we command the blindness to remove the word that we've sown in their heart. Oh, it's bringing forth the harvest, and they're coming to the kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we thank you as we lift up our families to you this morning. We pray for our spouses, our children, our grandchildren, our siblings, our relatives, our, our in-laws, and all of our close friends, in the name of Jesus, and we plead the blood of Jesus right now for our family. Satan, you get away and you stay away. You get from our family members. They are covered with the, the mercy, the protection, the power, and the authority of the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over their lives and every decision that's made about them. We declare that only the, the decisions of the perfect will of God will prevail. The plans, the grace, and the blessing of the Lord is prevailing in their lives, and their lives will not be stolen or taken captive by any evil. We declare right now that our families are reigning as kings and priests of Almighty God in the earth. In the name of Jesus and the wisdom of power of God is upon them and all that they do and everywhere that they go. 
in the name of Jesus. We declare that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made them free and is keeping them free from the law of sin and death. Therefore, every cancer cell for that comes in the body dies instantly. Every terminal and the sickness and disease that comes in the body dies instantly. There is no mutant cells or free radicals or cancerous tumors, discloses, lust, nausea, uh, 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 nodules, lesions, or lumps anywhere in their bodies. Their immune system is protect, protecting every part of their body. Every infection, plague, virus, or chicken, fungus, or germ that comes from our family dies instantly. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for sickness and disease cannot bear fruit in their body, cannot live in their body, or eat the fruit of their body. And we say it in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you. Oh, we pray for our own lives today. We thank you for the anointing of God in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us because you've anointed us with the power of the anointing and the anointed one to preach the gospel to, to the, the good news to the to the poor. You send us to announce release to the captives, recover your sight to the blind, to send forth and deliver those who are oppressed and downtrodden and bruised and crushed and broken down by calamity. We are here oh, to proclaim the acceptance, an acceptable year of the Lord, the, 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 the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound in the name of Jesus. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over our spirit, soul, and bodies. Satan and kingdom and darkness, you will not deceive or touch us in any area of our lives. The anointing of the Holy Ghost and power is providing supernatural wisdom, vision, vision, discipline, uh, ability, success, and achievement of goals. Wealth and winning ambitions are coming to us. Natural Material goods, opportunities, safe with the right people, and love of this world not familiar with, all for the glory of God. We are attaining the call and the purpose of God in our lives, and we are not being taken captive by any evil. In the name of Jesus, today we declare that our results are open with doors of, of, of the right doors are opening for us. Doors of adversity and persecution are closed. In the name of Jesus, ownership of real estate for our ministries and our businesses are being released to us, given to us. People with, with expertise and talents are given of their resources and abilities to help us fulfill the plan of God in our lives. The grace and ability of God, the unmerited favor is abounding to us, and now things that seem impossible are coming to pass daily in the name of Jesus, for there's a great breaking loose of all the goodness of God into our lives here on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus, the anointing of favor and wisdom and, and to influence and to lead thousands of people is upon us, and we have surpassed the wisdom of our teachers in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we thank you. We take our healing shot today, our injection of life into our bodies in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our whole spirit, soul, and body. The anointing is preserving our health from all sickness, weakness, diseases, uh, abnormalities, distresses, and premature aging at a normal, at a level that this world is not familiar with. In the name of Jesus, all for your glory, Father God, we declare by, by faith that we are anointed to live up to the fullness of our days up to 120 years with tranquility inside and outside. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you right now that the law, the fruit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free and we're being kept free from the law of sin and death. Therefore, every cancer comes around with us, comes around by dies instantly. Every terminal, the sickness and disease come to, becomes around by dies instantly. Our immune system is protecting every part of our body. Every infection, plague, virus, the finger, fungus, and germ that comes around by dies instantly. We declare that in the name of Jesus, that sickness and weakness cannot live or bear fruit or eat the fruit of our body. There's no mutant cells or free radicals or cancerous tumors. This growth, masses, lesions, nodules, or lumps anywhere in our body, our marrow making perfect blood, and now our blood transports the life of God from our head to our toe. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is preserving all of our body organs. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray right now over our brains. Our frontal lobe, our parental lobe, our occipital lobe, our temporal lobe. Our cerebrium. Oh, Father, we thank you for the law of life, 
flowing and the ministry to every part. We're using more of our brain today than we ever have, and it's increasing more and more. Daily in the name of Jesus, our clarity, our, our memory. Every part. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our left nose, our lungs, our spleen, our bone marrow, our stomachs, our veins, our pancreas, our urinary bladder, our sternus, our lymphs, our heart, our arteries, our muscles, our liver, our gallbladder, our kidneys, our skeleton, our intestines. In the name of Jesus, our heart is beating with the rhythm of life. There's no abnormality. Father, our kidneys, our liver, every part of our body is alive. In the name of Jesus, Father, we will not forget your teaching. We're letting our heart keep your commandments. And now our life is full of the length of days and the years of a life worth living. Tranquility inward and outward and continuing on through old age so that are being added to us and our best days and years are ahead of us. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we reap our harvest today. In the name of Jesus, we're made in your image, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You've made us in your image and in your likeness. And you've given us complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over all the tame beasts and over everything that creeps upon the earth. In the name of Jesus, we receive and we your plan and we take and act upon our authority now. In the name of Jesus, we activate the power of the blessing of, on our lives. The blessing making us truly rich and adding no sorrow for our toil is not increasing. The blessing is making us rich even while we sleep in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we declare right now that everything that we've given for your sake in the gospel, we thank you. We receive right now the hundred times more of your promise right now, today, and in their age to come eternal life. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that all grace. Every favor and earthly blessing is coming to us in abundance. So now we possess enough. We require no aid and support. Father, you've given us seed to sow and multiply our resources for sowing and increase this in our righteousness. And now, Father God, we can and we do give generously. And we bring forth thanksgiving to you in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, today, until we roll all of our works and our plans upon you, and we believe you, Father God, to cause our thoughts to become agreeable with your will. So now our plans will be established. And as we depart today and go out and progress of faith, progress of faith. Father, we prepare and leave today. We thank you, Father. We pray for the Holy Spirit to release all the mysteries of the divine of the divine appointments and opportunities and abilities that God has prepared for us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that and we yield our tongue, we yield our spirit, we yield our soul and our bodies to the Holy Spirit. Take complete control of our lives that we may be glorified today and glorify our Father God. And we say it all today. It's done, and we receive it in the name of Jesus.